Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Jumbo, everyone, and thank you once again for tuning in to Radio Harambe. I am Dave McBride, broadcasting from the Radio Harambe studios. Joining me in studio today, again, is Safari Mike. Mike, how are you? Jumbo, Dave, how are you? Mike, I am good. And uh, today's show is our 102nd show. Um, and it is our year in review for 2016, where we're basically just going to go back month to month and go through some of the highlights of what happened that month, what rumors kind of came around, what information trickled out, that kind of stuff. Right. But before we do that, yeah, uh, we have a <clears throat> loyal group of listeners who I, I believe like to discuss Star Wars as much as I do. Oh, no. And... Before we get into 2016, I'm Star Wars pants, by the way. Obviously, you are, and that—that's what made me think of it. Oh, really? Obviously, we had the release of a new Star Wars film, uh, another big moment in sort of Star Wars Disney history, as Disney sort of releases their, uh, you know, their first foray into Disney sort of creative taking over uh, the Star Wars universe, so to speak. Here, and um, I, I didn't want to go without talking about it a little bit because people like to hear us discuss this they know that this is a passion of mine and of yours okay and uh we like to i I just want to make a few mentions of rogue one and i just wanted to get your thoughts on it too before Uh, we open it up for discussion for folks who like to tweet us about it and things like that are 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 we talking spoilers okay ladies and gentlemen we are going to spoil this movie i am not going to limit mike to um or myself to not being able to discuss the film fully so i would suggest you go ahead maybe about 10 minutes from now and we'll try to make it just about 10 minutes from this point we won't discuss it any long more than that okay um and we'll hold it down and basically uh if you haven't seen it yet and you're interested in seeing it by the time this comes out mike um it's too bad too sucks for you because if you're interested in seeing this film go out and see it uh, if not, fast forward to about the 13-minute mark, and hopefully from there you won't have anything spoiled. We'll try to do the spoilers early here. Um, so, without further ado, the spoiler alert uh, <laughs> dispatched with. Um, Rogue One was released, obviously, last week. Uh, mm-hmm. A huge moment, I think, in Disney film history. I mean, this is the... You're overstating it. No, I, I'm not, because okay. um, I, I, Disney bought... Uh, maybe the most iconic property in film lore, uh, you know, maybe ever. Um, And, uh, you know, they did the first one, The Force Awakens last year. It was a 
um, a continuation story. It was, you know, they're basically playing with the same toys in the same sandbox yeah, as I think George that was Lucas. The big moment last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, no, but I, but my point is, um, when Disney took over and said they weren't just going to make the make uh, some cartoons and maybe continue the saga a little bit. Um, we didn't know what was going to come. And this whole idea of making a movie every year was, was basically, I mean, that to me, that was the big moment when they're throwing the hat over the, 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 the wall. Right, they're, they're trying to do what they do with Marvel. Right. So they're trying to take this purchase out for a ride. And I think we right. we all were a little worried about that. Uh, certainly Star Wars fans were worried about it. They were? And I think so. Um, okay. I, certainly the uh, the purists were. Okay. Uh, and this is the first one of these. Um, mm-hmm. And it was just released. And I wanted to get what you thought about it. Uh, I thought it was the Star Wars version of Inglorious Bastards. Which I've never seen. It was, you know, it's not, it's not bad. <laughs> no. uh, it's without the grim humor of, you know, the, uh, the that kind of. It was very dark. Yeah. It was a war movie. It was essentially right. a wartime movie. I think you said, and I tweeted it. It's basically, you know, Saving Private Ryan, but set in Star Wars. Okay. Now I don't know much about Inglorious Bastards, um, but I, but isn't it Coen Brothers' film? It is. Okay, so I don't think that's a very good comparison at all. That's fine. But, but Saving Private Ryan, I think, is a very good comparison. Okay. To this film, of course you did because uh, you came up with it. But that's neither here nor there. No, no, I, I, I did. <laughs> but I, I'm sure I didn't invent that, Mike. Probably uh, not. <laughs> uh, but I have, so I have seen Saving Private Ryan, and without the gore, I think it is very similar in that regard. It's a war movie. It's a war that, movie. Both of them, both of the movies I referenced are. It's not a feel good film. No, it's not intended to be a feel good film. Um, it is the first, to me, the first adult film that they've made. Um, I mean, I guess Revenge of the Sith could have been considered. I, I mean, you know, the first two films were made kind of with that seventies. Idea in mind of the nothing first, too. What do you mean by the, the first, first two films? films. The first two. I, I, when I say films, I say chronological. So the first. The prequels. No, the first oh. two films okay. made. The George okay. Lucas's so first fine, two fine. films. I understand what you're saying. After that, he switched to be sort of a family-friendly thing with Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi definitely. Was. Okay, and so was Phantom Menace. And definitely. then you know, and then even some goofy stuff in Attack of the Clones. Right, but don't you think Force Awakens Yoda was flopping more around. Um, it was, but it, Force Awakens definitely played in that same area of Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back. Um, well, this was definitely more adult than any of them. Before than any that. of them that ever made, right? Hardly. Sith right. being the only one that kind of comes close because some of the main big themes in Sith. And let's oh, face like, it, that the, all the kids and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and the hero goes to the bonkers, to the dark yeah. side, you know, and goes bonkers. Exactly. It would have been much better if it was a better actor, but that's, that's exactly not that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, but this is not a big scope film. It's not a it's not a film that's you know handles big galactic uh, force and religious things like they've done. Not there's not a big no, myth like, to it or it's anything. It's a war movie. It's, it's a war movie. Right. Um, and I thought it was joyous. I thought it was. I'm leaning towards leaning towards the best one they've made, the best Star Wars film since Empire. And I disagree. I'll, and I'll tell you why. Um, I still put Force Awakens ahead of it's it, but the, go ahead. It's the film I've always wanted them to make. It's the film that since I was, because you got to remember, when my first memory of going to a film was Jedi, and that was, what, 83? So I was right. 10. Right. So my real fandom of 
Star Wars grew after the films were gone, mm-hmm. you know. Um, reading books when I was a teenager and you know that kind of stuff and 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 being so disappointed with the prequels I oh this was this was the movie I always wanted I wanted an adult centered Star Wars film and they did it and to me they nailed it and what I love about it is that it opens the door for Disney you okay. can do anything you want in this universe now you want to do a Netflix series you got it because this movie is so good, this was like a Netflix series. That kind of heavy darkness heavy. to it. You it know was, what I mean? It had it was, that it sort of dark. daredevil feel to it. I mean, you know, again, we, we get the spoiler alerts, but I was shocked that everybody dies. Everyone dies. Everybody. Now, not even one person makes it. There's two things about that, and that this is the only the slight thing that makes me say. You know, the, the one thing I think they could have done better. These characters, especially Felicity Jones's character, was so good. And I thought, what, what, who's, who played Saul Guerrero? What's his name? For, Forrest? Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. I can never remember his last name. And the guy who was the blind guy, the kind of yeah. ninja. Those three characters were so good. Right. I could easily come up with a way that they stay. And, yep, I mean, listen, when, when Jin Erso goes before the council, right? And tells everybody what we're going to do here. You knew she had to go because she wasn't in Star Wars. She wasn't sure. in Empire. You know, all of a sudden this woman disappeared. But there's a way you could have written her to survive. You could have. I they do understand. Right. And and I and I almost think that if they did that and then brought the death of like you know I can't remember the blind guy's name and he was one of the guys that had a hard name to say. Um, his friend, the death of his friend, right. the death of Cassian. These guys could have been. It could have been. It could have delivered you that heaviness, while keeping those characters for for the future. And I'm surprised that Disney didn't look at this film and go, "Oh, wait a second. Some of these guys are really good. Well, we they, might want to do another film with these guys somewhere down the line." Sure, but Disney did tell them to reshoot a bunch of it. I know, but I can't believe they didn't. I think walk- they added the robot, right? Didn't yes, they the ro- uh, who with- was brilliant. I like the robot. Yeah. Brilliant. But it, I can't it, think of his uh, call. The, K2SO. That's it. Thank you. Um, I can't, but I couldn't, I can't imagine. I mean, Felicity Jones, who, listen, I've said before many times, I'm not a film guy. I'd never seen her before. Okay. I've never seen her in a film before. And I know she's been in films. Sure. People know who she was. She was phenomenal. She was very good. I mean, the, 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 the emotion in her face in some of the scenes, like when she's watching her father. Mads, uh, Mickelson. Right. He's very good also. But I take like a, a look at, take a look at her face, the expression she gives mm-hmm. When she gets onto the ship after seeing the the hologram and says to Cassian, I saw this, this is a message. And Cassian says, where's the message? Mm -hmm. Show me the message. And you could see that look in her face. With just a look, she gave you everything there. Like, I don't don't have it. You're not going to believe me, are you? Nobody's going to believe me. Nobody's going to believe my father. And all these emotions going through in one little look. There hasn't been acting like that in a Star Wars film. Oh, God, I don't think ever. I mean, she oh, just Hamill, that's for sure. <laughs> killed it. She was incredible. And the guy with the re- bringing the sort of religious aspect of the force, the religious fanaticism the force, of the force. And, uh, oh, no. oh, no, the uh, the Japanese. Yeah, the uh, Japanese uh, yeah, I, don't, I forget what his name is, but I, yeah. I call him the blind guy because Chin, 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 something, no way. Yeah, something. Or something. There's a book behind you that probably has it in there. But uh, he, he was so good. He was very, very good. He was so good. Very they, convincing as a blind person. Oh, my God. He was terrific and funny. And I could... The thing is, when the movie was over, and I've seen it twice already, when I, when this when I saw it the second time, I thought to myself, 
You know, here Urso is a character who we could easily say, hey, the, the Alliance has to hide her. We they keep her come up with a reason, sure, could, you know, because of who she was and what she right, meant. Right. We could, we're going to hide her. And they could have kept this group as sort of like a spy group and have done any kind of film they want during sure. during the Civil War, during the Rebel and, and, and you know, the Rebellion. Um, but they chose not to. Yeah. And who was ex- I wasn't expecting? I was, no, I wasn't expecting either. I, th- I thought somebody was. What was the it. last time something happened in a, in a in a movie like that that you weren't expecting? Luke, I'm your father. Was the last thing you were expecting? No. I mean, it had such great um, consequences to the film. It was everything was so 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 in earnest, so well delivered, and at the same time funny. Um, I mean, it was just genius. I I, I, I was blown yeah, was- away, Mike. And at first, I didn't think so. You know, at first I saw it the first time. And I was like, mm, "There's a couple of things about this." I, don't, I, I didn't like dis- Moff Tarkin. I was a little distracted by Tarkin. I was a little distracted by that. The second time seeing it, when you're expecting it, you know, it doesn't bother you. Yeah, you don't no. even think about it. But I'm serious. You really first, don't even think about it. I, I will say this is the first time we've really seen Vader since Empire Strikes. Back. Okay, there's so much. Again, if you're just tuning in, and I told you ten minutes. Go forward another couple of minutes. Are we already at 13 minutes? Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> um, a couple of things. The Adats on the beach. Excellent. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I like how they film it on a... I mean... On oh. a, they were obviously on set somewhere. They weren't in yeah. the green screen. It was you know, an yep. actual beach. Yep. It just makes it such a better movie than the prequels. But go ahead. Walrus Man and the other guy. A great homage. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, fantastic. But Mike is right. Besides it being the film I've always wanted, and the film I've always wanted to see made, it finally had the scene I have been longing for since I was six years old. Vader just destroying people. I mean, Vader just badass in the screen like nothing you've ever seen. Because in every book, in every comic, in every film, you always hear about what a horror this guy is, what a threat he was, how powerful and how evil... And you never saw it on screen, really. Not since Empire. I mean, in Empire, you saw it a little bit, right? But that that was because he was, you know, what he he had motivation behind mm-hmm. it. You know, this was just we're sending Vader out to get something done, and he does it with brutality right. like nobody sure. could ever imagine. Sure. And that one sixty-second scene, like, I mean, I was, was kicking ass of the rebels. I was I, I I had to keep myself from applauding in the middle of the film. I mean, everybody else was, so I we eventually we did. Yeah. Imagine that people in the film on opening day applauding the bad guy destroying all the good guys. <laughs> that doesn't surprise <laughs> me, but it was amazing. I mean, there there was a few nitpicky things here and there, like There's any some film stuff. where you could say it and like, oh God, was it acted like crazy and written like crazy. It's incredible. I can't wait to see it again. Now I was worried about the Han Solo film. I'm not anymore. Now oh, they I have mean, the benefit of the doubt that they're going. They know what they're doing. Sure, but because I mean, Force Awakens was awesome, and this was awesome. Right. Depends. I mean, it's going to depend on the uh, the not the actors, the director, and all that kind of stuff. But right. I mean, it's obviously not going to be the same director as uh, this no, movie. So, but they should bring see. him back to do another one, yeah, maybe especially they if they're going to do that well, kind of thing. What's his face wants to do a movie? The uh, which would be awesome. Um, Ewan McGregor has said been quoted many times saying i'd love to do an obi-wan when you see what got folks when you see this film the first thing that will come to your mind is let them do that because that that the way they nailed that pre new hope feel to the film with the actors 
and the costumes and the sort of desperation at that time frame, you know, as the Empire is getting their grip on everybody. You know, I mean, this... Yeah, God, good. You and McGregor would just be phenomenal. Uh, I wanted to mention one more thing before we begin the year in review. Okay. Um, so we can get drunk at the Magic Kingdom now, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not really. You have to, yeah, but you have to have an EDR to do it. Ah, uh, It's uh, Tony's, Skipper Canteen, the Cinderella's Castle, which is surprising to me. Yeah, you listen. And uh, You've been what's, in the there. One what's the one I'm not remembering? Uh, jungle. Jo- the Skipper Canteen, Tony's, Tony's Skipper Canteen, Cinderella Castle. Cinderella. Oh, Liberty Tree. Liberty, thank you, Liberty Tree. That one makes the most sense of out of all of them. Yeah. Like Tony's. Whenever I mean, Mike's gone there, he's needed a drink. Yeah, I can't stand uh, that place. But if you go to an Italian place, it makes sense to have like uh, some red wine. If you go into you know, like a, the Liberty Tree, it makes sense to have a uh, some ale. You know, it yeah, it just sort of makes sense. The funny thing about it is how many times I've read the f- the, the the phrase "slippery slope" o- over the last few days because this is what everybody talked about with be our guest, right? That this is the beginning of the of the slippery. So here we go. Please. People have to get over themselves. I agree. Um, Anyway, well, I don't want to get too far into that. Let's get into the year in review, 2016 at Disney's Animal Kingdom. And thank you, folks, for indulging my little um, Star Wars geekery there. I just had to discuss it because uh, it was just incredible. Um, anyway, uh, so let's get into January of last year. And we have a couple of um, little kind of cool little things. Uh, trying to bring in the Lion Guard. Right. And also trying to bring in Zootopia. Yes, which was um, which I think last year. which I think we all thought would get more of a presence than it had, and it only got a little few. It got a little, but you know, little little bit for the run the time it was open, and then it's gone. It was a big hit though, right, Mike? It was a huge hit. It was one of the biggest movies of last year. Um, although it, it blended, I mean, I, you'd have to look at, you know, I think it came out around Thanksgiving time, so there was a some lot of, of the money it made was in the year two thousand sixteen, but right, but it was it did it did did. As far as I know, significantly better than Moana. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, I know. it did three hundred and fifty something million domestically, right. and Moana is going to go in right. the low twos, I think. So yeah. it's significantly better. Yeah. Um, so we saw that at Rafiki's. We saw the Lion Guard come into a uh, a couple of little uh, places here and there, interactive games or something like that. Right. And um, Rafiki's Planet Watch got a new uh, a new um, resident. What was he again? An Aardvark. Yeah, yeah. Willy I saw Ardvark. him when I was there. A little bit about Willie the Aardvark. Mm-hmm. I am hearing uh, the hot rumor that Willie will be what goes into the Anteater exhibit at the Oasis um, hmm. in the not-too-distant future. They've, they're almost done with the exhibit, so you'll be able, the Aardvark will be moved into that area. Makes sense. It's an Oasis-y kind of animal. I would agree. And we're also starting, at this point, we're also starting to hear word about the Nomad Lounge. Which uh, we didn't know then how wonderful it would be, yeah. but uh, this Go was two one. episodes ago. And this is exactly this was the first <laughs> uh, the first touch of the Nomad Lounge in January. In February, we go back to Baby Joey. <laughs> is it just Joey's or is it, is it was it just a Joey? It was just a Joey, uh, a Wallaby baby. Um, you could see him occasionally. They're good at hiding themselves though on the Oasis. They're difficult to see from time to time. And uh, one of the themes you're going to hear for the next few months as we discuss about this, and really um, February was all about this, was Rivers of Light. Um, keep in mind that the show that has yet to open <laughs> um, was scheduled to open <laughs> early last year, 
uh, I believe Earth Day, right? It was supposed to be Earth Day, okay. although by this time in February, they still hadn't announced that yet. Okay, but we were hearing that. Yes. And we all thought it was going to happen because we started to see things. For once, we got a poster here. Right. Um, I, I think it was... <sighs> It wasn't a concept art. It was like a promotional poster. Right. It was just a poster. Yeah. And um, let's see. What else did we get? They also got the... um, You started getting the timing for um, the park being open later come June. Which we all thought at that time meant that's when Rivers of Light was going to be. Now, do you remember, Mike, at this time, did we know that we were getting all these other nighttime shows so that if Rivers of Light didn't happen... I don't think so. I don't think we know that yet, right? That the entertainment isn't as part of it. Not all we knew at this point was Rivers of Light and maybe the Nighttime Safari. Correct. They were starting. Right. That's correct. So we we hear in uh, in February that beginning June first, um, where the Disney officially listed the park closing at eight p.m. Uh, from May thirty first up until May thirty first. Uh, it was still 7 p.m., so I think we were kind of in that little confusing mm-hmm. uh, part there because only a couple days later, on March 2nd, we had um, an announcement that Earth Day would, in fact, be the opening of Rivers of Light. So we were expecting, you know, to have uh, the the times changed, and then two weeks later, you have this announcement that, you know, <laughs> the times are going to have to change again. It was a little strange. But, it was strange, and the yeah. Earth Day, for those who don't know automatically is April 22nd. Right. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, then the Disney blog actually uh, hosted a live chat. They did. Um, and tell us about this. This was this was a Rivers of Light, basically, informational dump. It was. Kind of, sort of, They right? showed the two shamans and their costumes that were going to be on. They talked about, uh, you know, who was doing the score of the, uh, and, you know, what was recording. I think it was, uh, what's the Beatles studio? Uh, Abbey Road. Yeah, thank you. I'm sorry. Um, you know, th- that kind of information was coming out. You know, they announced some of the people who were working on it, like the um, uh, Mancini from who does The Lion King. and a Right, couple of right, things. right. And, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah. You know, Don Harper was involved in some other Disney projects. Right. So, you know, that kind of stuff was announced on that um, that live chat. I think we heard about the amphitheater at this point. Um, I mean, you know, you're c- correct. Kind of the size of it and that, that stuff. Um, so... Again, we were full steam ahead. Right. In March. In, in, in mid-March. You know, less than a month away from the opening. Uh, so, <laughs> it didn't quite turn out as the way they thought it was going to. Um, no, and also around this time, before you, um, the line-tailed macaques I had, we had posted for the first time that they were coming. We broke that news, Dave. No yes, one, we did. No, well, you did. Don't say we. We didn't do anything. You did. <laughs> um, and what is this about the Starlight Safari? Yeah, Dave, it was a night safari that was going on at uh, the Animal Kingdom Lodge. With uh, you get in a truck and they give you night vision goggles. Is this still happening? You know, that's a good I question. I don't know. I don't think it is. I don't know. I don't know. And we said goodbye to Mike's hero, Guitar Dan. A hero might be a strong word, but I do enjoy <laughs> Guitar Dan. I always liked him. Yeah, Mike liked singing Wheels on the Bus with him and things like that. It but was he was, uh, he was, he's been gone. Uh, he was there for a long time. He was there for a long time. Right. He was at uh, Camp Mini Mickey and then mm-hmm. probably had a few months left on his contract, so they stuffed him out in Rafiki's Planet oh, Watch. My, my son, who was turning he was 15 gone. very, very shortly, uh, when he was a two-year-old, was enjoying Guitar Dan. So he was there for at least... 
13 years. Oh, uh, Mike, those were the days. <laughs> um, Disney's trading company? Training company? Discovery. Oh, trading Discovery company. Trading Company. You wrote training on here. I'm like, that's not. Oh, yeah, I did, didn't I? Uh, that's the Disney Outfitters. We, uh, we, we, we got some information on that um, by this point. Right. It's uh, the kind of getting information about how they were re kind of reconcepting the stores. And then Disney's Park blog on St. Patrick's Day of all day announced that uh, the street parties were coming. So here we are. We knew we, as I asked before, um, we knew that now we're going to get the Harambe Wildlife Party and the Discovery Island Carnival, um, you know, and, and, and starting to hear more about the nighttime things kind of coming in, the entertainment coming in um, as part of this summer of what do they call it? Some awakening or something. Oh like, yeah, right. The, the the summer of awakening. Something like that. I, yeah, I, I know awakening was in there. It was a very sparsely <laughs> used uh, marketing tool. You think we would remember it because Disney almost always uses either celebrate, dream, or magic for all of their little things. So when they use a different word like awakening, you think we would it would stick in our minds a little bit more, but. No, who cares? <laughs> the fact that it was a big colossal flop thanks to Rivers of Light. <laughs> so, exactly. So on to April. And it started off with a... With, well, obviously, April is, um, the, as Mike mentioned, uh, the uh, Earth Day. Day and also the anniversary of the park. So April is usually filled with things that uh, I would love to attend but never actually get to. Including uh, the first Rivers uh, of Light, right? Uh, well, no, we'll get to that. <laughs> including Joe Rody's book signing. Yeah, they uh, released the new book. Yeah, which are, um, that was the Conservation Fund book, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. Yep. Which you have. Which I do have. Yes. yes it's yes. a good book. It is a good book. A lot of nice pictures, and it gives you information about the Disney Conservation Fund and you know things that it's currently doing. So I would recommend everybody to read it. Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge opened another exclusive tour. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of these dining tours, right? It's two hundred and fifty dollar. Yeah, yeah, and if you eat at Bowman and all that kind of stuff. But um, you know, this is Disney. Um, what was the one that we did that that they canceled? Oh, the sun sunrise right? sunrise safari. Something did we like do that, the sunrise? Which was excellent. Where you ate at the. Uh, you had to be at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. They picked you up. They brought you over right. to Pizza Safari. They gave right. you that exclusive breakfast, and then you did the your own little tour of the Kilimanjaro safaris. And they shut that down. Um, when we talked about this ad nauseum at other times, but Disney has kind of done a little of these safaris here, you know, or tried to these upcharge safaris. Um, and this was another example of that. The uh, Earth Day was also the anniversary of the Conservation Fund itself. Right. Um, they started a new program on that day called Reverse the Decline, Increase the Time, uh, which is just a, basically a, a phrase they use for a sort of a new campaign, of mm-hmm. a new conservation campaign. Uh, but in early April, on April 5th, <laughs> we knew at that point that Earth Day was not going to be the opening of Rivers of Light. Um, and basically all we heard is that was just that. It will not open on Earth Day. Right. And, and there we'll was, let you know more in May. We'll, let you, right? we'll let you know more later on, right? And so we knew nothing. And they never let us know anything in May, by the way. They said that we'll let you know right. more about May, but they never told us anything. Well, they never did, except that probably in May is when we found out that instead oh, we're going to get the Jungle yeah, Book. But um, also on Earth Day, that's when we and, and and you know a lot of people thought what happened here was uh, you know this was all kind of scrambling to make up for the Rivers of Light thing mm-hmm. because uh, I, I believe um, 
the 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 show Jungle Book was announced on that day. Uh, so was the Tree of Life Awakenings right. and all of the other sort of little events and stuff like From that. Memorial Day weekend. <clears throat> yes, and the park and the park would be open very late mm-hmm. uh, till eleven o'clock, and and uh, this was going to happen on Memorial Day weekend. Right. So it, that's so that became part of that sort of anniversary Earth right. Day thing. Right. I know you're all disappointed about Rivers of Light, but hey, this is what's coming come Memorial Day. Yes, it'll be great. Line up like crazy to see it. Um, Lined up like crazy. In early May, some of the stuff began already. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the uh, Caribou Sisters, who were the it's sort of a vocal group. They're uh, great. They they are very good. Uh, the Acrobats started. They're mm-hmm. terrific too. Um, so that kind of came in. Yeah, they were testing them at this point. They kind of yeah yeah here and there. Right. You were starting to see just a little bit of uh, you know what you were going to get. Um, also, I, this is when we got the first look at the audio animatronic for the developing Pandora. Yes. It's funny that we're here in May and we hadn't mentioned Avatar right. for the first four months. Right. Now we very Rivers getting, of Light centric. Yeah, very, very Rivers of Light centric. Very. Once very that was a bust. <laughs> yeah. And we're starting to hear more about the Avatar stuff. We saw the first sort of look at the audio animatronic was that the was that just the wink or yep that was the wink just the close up on the eye and the just wink. right all, all you saw was the eye not even the face yeah. right not even the face um and people were kind of got excited about the look of it but you didn't really see much no you didn't see much but then they gave you this uh blurb you want me to read it for you yeah this is what uh, they said at this little press conference kind of thing there's a very sophisticated bed of sound that sits under the landscape this is all about the the boat ride there are huge animals moving in the distance. There are things for you to do to involve yourself with the culture. And, of course, there are the major attractions with astonishing flight across the planet on the back of a banshee. And this beautiful, 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 three beautifuls. Be- wow. Musical journey. <laughs> musical journey. Wow. Into the bioluminescent beautiful, beautiful, forest. Beautiful, beautiful, Which is just a stunning, stunning illusion. So two stunnings and three beautifuls. Stunning, stunning, beautiful. Not very good writing. Um <laughs> At least not very creative. Uh, yeah, so so we're we're you know next year's year interview is gonna talk a lot about these things, and we do a little bit here we too. Hope. Uh, yeah, we hope uh, we do a little <laughs> bit here too. I'm pretty sure last year when we did our year in review, we said we're gonna be talking a lot about Rivers of Light yeah. next year. Although yeah. in fairness, we are gonna be talking about a lot of Rivers of Light, but mostly just because it's not happening. Yes, we are. And we're gonna talk about a lot of Rivers of Light throughout <laughs> this rest of this show. Uh, also in May, before we get to Memorial Day, um, the Tiffin's menu was revealed and you know, Mike and I went back and forth about it, uh, about, um, you know, how long after it opened would it start serving hot dogs and hamburgers. It has not done that yet. Um, but we'll keep you posted on that. The inevitable is coming because every time I go in there, there's like 10 tables and this gigantic restaurants. Right. <laughs> the inevitable is coming. And obviously Memorial Day, we, we referenced it a bit before, was a huge day. I mean, it was, yep. a, it was a big, that weekend was a big moment for Animal Kingdom. It was when we officially opened uh, late. Until 11 uh, o'clock. Yep. We had the night safari. We had all the new entertainment. The Jungle Book show was opened. Um Mike mentioned in here that uh, the Pangani Forest turned back to Gorilla Falls. Was that that? Yep. And the Tree of Life Awakenings all began. Um, you know, Mike and I have talked ad nauseum about these things. We both, um, 
you know, have experienced them and talked about them. But this was a big weekend. And this was about the time where the Jungle Book show was really bringing in crowds. I mean, there was a lot of people waiting to see it because um, I guess the movie was front and center in people's minds at the time yes. still. And, and uh, you know, the Night Safari mix, I would say, came with mixed reviews. It Very much so. Yeah, it still does to some uh, degree. Yes, I know plenty of people who are kind of eh about it. I've had I've been on it twice and both times had a good experience uh, but I have, I have right. friends who I you know value their opinion who have said that not so much I have um, I've seen it a cup a bunch of times myself um, and, and I would have to agree with that but I would I, I, my feeling was when I went and saw it I liked it a lot uh, but I was kind of drunk no I was taken aback <laughs> by the others on the on the tour who you could tell did, didn't like it right. as much. It's kind of dark out. Why do we? Why we yeah, why I'm we just in shadows. Here? Right, right. Um, so yeah, that, we're not the best people to no. talk about that because it was just not at all. I mean, I, I've been on Kilimanjaro safaris approximately fifty-five thousand times. Right. So that might be a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But to do it at night it was just such a different experience for me that I'm not used to. That I, it was just kind of cool. Just that. just just doing that. Yeah, right. I agree. I agree. Um, so we move on to June, and uh, things are starting to get hotter. Um, what is Savor the Savannah? I don't even remember that. <laughs> Started on June 26th? Uh-huh. What was that? It was, um, it was basically a upcharge event to go onto the Savannah, like your kind of personal tour of the Savannah itself. Uh, it didn't that's last why long. I, it was only for the summer. Okay. Okay. And uh, you wrote here as your first story, because Mike put together this uh, little review. Um, just kind of the reviews that were coming in. Of yeah, just, we'll just, kind of talk ju- about just, that. just, yeah, just that by this point, um, you know, we were definitely, I mean, I had been to the, to the park by, mm-hmm. by in early June. Um, you were there the second weekend yeah. of the? I was there the first weekend of June. No, you weren't. Oh, right. But you were there the second weekend of the head. Yeah. Uh, extended hours. Right. The weekend right. after Memorial Day. Um, and by this point, you were starting to hear people talking about how the Jungle Book show isn't great. However, there was still a massive amount of people there, well, people waiting new. for two hours to see it. Um, and uh, the, the one thing, though, that I think has always done well has been uh, the Tree of Life show. The sure, everybody loves that. Yeah, that is really well done, and, and, I, and people like that from the beginning. And I've never heard a bad thing about the entertainment things around, uh, like Harambe. No, they're always one. Those are always good, and they always right. do a good job with that, and they, they do a good job here. And Tiffin's, obviously, uh, you know, Mike and I make fun of the menu, but it, it's it's met with good reviews by those who eat there. And the no- very few people who eat there. And the Nomad Lounge is one of the best places you can go anywhere in Disney World for a drink. But um, True enough. again, go back a couple of episodes to hear more about me uh, gushing over that. So let's head into July. And already Tiffin's is starting to see an issue and maybe try to address it. Well, there were uh, obviously <laughs> the, the, the problem with Tiffin's is that its current location is at a dead end. It, it goes right up to where you the, the wall is to enter Avatar Land. Yeah, yeah. It's it's as of as of now, it's a bad location. It will become right. a better one. It should become a much better one. Right. But right now, you actually have to walk down a dead end to get to it. Right. Um, and it's not clearly visible from the general path. Um, you know, you sort of they have like the. They brought a guy. By this time, they brought a guy out onto the main path. Brought a guy, you know, like a, like a, one of those things called those little podiums. To right. Go, hey, come on down here and eat. 
um, or a drink. Yeah, they put a podium all the way up in the front. Yeah, they yeah. did. Which and, they had to. And they also, um, there was some criticism of the pricing of Tiffin's. It yeah, was, it was, it's, it was it's expensive. A signature restaurant, and as mm-hmm. such, you know, mm-hmm. you, steaks are 50-something bucks, and, you know, chicken's 30-something, and they tried to alleviate that a little bit. I think at this point, uh, we're talking about the taste of Tiffin's lunch has been... Yep. Yeah, yeah. which is, you know, you get two small portions of uh, Correct. of the thing and the, and the rice, and I thought it was great. I had That's yeah. what I had. It's just one of those menus that a lot of people don't want to don't get past reading the menu. Um, and there's some eclectic things to put it like uh, grilled octopus and you know right. that kind of stuff on and there. One of the things you won't find on the menu are uh, three new chickens that you're going to find, however, over at Rafiki's <laughs> Planet Watch. At least not yet. Um, including and the only reason why I mentioned this story, because let's 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 face it, it's three chickens at Rafiki's Planet Watch. <laughs> but this is when I realized that Foghorn Leghorn. Uh, one of my childhood heroes is actually named after a real species of chicken called the Leghorn Chicken. That's right. And now Mind blowing. Mind blown. I did. The I went and looked for Foghorn Leghorn. I said, "Yep." I said, "Do you call him Foghorn?" They said that would be too easy. Um, did, did the chicken say anything about you know? I yes. Say, I say, oh, yes, of course. I of course. For just I said, I said, "Did you bring me a coke?" <laughs> uh, you know the whole thing. Um, Peach okay. Dragon. Yes. Tell us about Pete's Dragon. What about Pete's Dragon? What do you mean? There was a movie that basically bombed, <laughs> and uh, they did a little thing about the national parks over. At Planet Watch <laughs> this was for the, this so this was really the only the time only dragons ever actually there. showed up. At That's true. Looking, That's true. Except at the front sign, correct? Right, right, right. Yeah. And dinosaur went down for an extensive refurb. Right. No, we'll get to a story a little bit later where it longer than they expected. A bit. Yeah, yeah, it was supposed to be two months, and it went even a little further it went than down that. July twenty-five. Yep. Uh, in August, the Horns and Hero Project, uh, which uh, which that Animal Kingdom Lodge is certainly a project worth mentioning. Um, and it, Disney it, cast members yep. doing stuff to raise money to protect rhinos. Yeah, it's a great, great cause. Uh, I think, is the guy who is the guy who started it still a cast member, or is he a former cast member? I, I don't think. know the answer to that question. I can't remember, but he uh, they do this artwork um, where, and it just it, it, they had been doing this for a few years before they actually got into the Animal Kingdom Lodge mm-hmm. to have this event. Um, and it's great to raise awareness for it because they do a terrific job. So yeah, they raise money through artwork that you could purchase or raft, you know, whatever auctions and stuff, and and they raise money for rhinos. Mike mentioned some quick service menu changes. We don't need to mention those um, unless there's anything ground shaking that you want to mention, like uh, you know, bringing back the African spice cake or anything like that. No, what, no. What, so what quick forget. service menus are talking about. Uh, you had changes in August to quick service menus, right. pizza faris, just little small things. Um, Jungle Book. <laughs> we've only been open for less than two months, and right. uh, we've already announced that we are going to close it on August seventeenth. Yeah. On August seventeenth, and um, I didn't really hear any pause. I didn't. I never heard. No, I never heard anybody's. No, would that was this is the greatest thing ever. No, no. It was either. I agree. This is it's okay, or it's stupid. It's bad. Right. I'm, I'm stupid. I never thought. I never heard anybody say this is <laughs> pointless and dumb. I just what I heard was that it was boring, yeah, and well, that the execution of it was obviously rushed. Let's put it that way. And well, they which, basically, yeah. you know, it was all dancers. Through, and yeah, stuff. Like they didn't have all, right. They didn't have it to do. And it. The, the you the, saw it, right? I always absolutely. And the water. Screens, and you agree with that? 
agree with what? With that assessment. It was okay. Yeah. I'd put it in the okay. Ver, uh, uh, yeah. I, I was probably more positive of it than many. I, I think the I think the biggest issue with it is if it was just a not sad that it's gone. If it was just a show that people could go and see sure. four or five times a day, you know, people would be happy with it. It's but fine. because we were waiting online for it, and there was the, you know, this all this capping event. Yeah, it was it was just a letdown in that regard. That's true. It's no illuminations. And then people freaked out about the evening hours cutting down a little bit. Remember that? I do remember that. Yeah, people yes. went wild over that. Yeah, it was like in an Orlando Sentinel ran an article that yeah. uh, the Animal yeah. Kingdom hours are kaput, and you know that's yeah, it's, basically it's dead. over. It's a failure. We'll never. They're be about to again. close the park permanently. No, right, I'm only right. kidding. But they uh, they did they did freak out, and they eventually raised them up again as we got closer to September and October. So let's go into September, and we had a new antelope. Yes, the lequies or lechwies. I don't know how to say that. That's why we'll I just said antelope. <laughs> They're they're, uh, <laughs> they're from um, the swamp areas of Africa, and they're at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. We saw a great, um, you know, we're starting at this point in September to see really get some good photographs of the construction of Avatar of Pandora. We're starting to see the rocks and the foliage and the you know the detail in the in the in the in the surrounding land and all that kind of stuff. And we you know got a few of those kind of. <sighs> peeks into that I guess is how you would say and it's say. getting even better I mean I just saw um, I think it was WW Magic just put up some aerial photos of it and they're really they're really starting to cover the building itself it's starting to they're really working on the landscape let's put it that way but we're getting close to opening so right and also in September we had another sort of update to the lion tailed macaques which is really only here so that Mike can brag once again about how he broke <laughs> the story let's be honest uh, Sonar, Sonar started serving breakfast. That was an earth-shattering event. I mean, people tweeted that all over the place about Sonar's breakfast. Correct. And oddly enough, Disney just put it on their blog post like a week or so. Isn't ago. that New funny? Breakfast. Isn't at, that funny? And you know, people were like, you know, writing articles about how Sonar has a new breakfast. But it started September twenty-first, about seven to eight weeks before Disney announced it. They had this breakfast going, and it looks pretty good, actually. I plan on going in January. Do you really? Absolutely. Just uh, give it a shot. Why not? Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Nomad Lounge added some small plates. Um, they also reduced the price, oddly yep. enough. It was Rhino Day. It was a Festivus miracle. They reduced <laughs> the price of... Because first was obviously an airing of grievances. <laughs> That's right. So they reduced the price of some of their items. And it actually added more food at the same time, which is shockingly enough. I mean, it really that was is shocking. a Festivus miracle. So we get into October. Mm-hmm. Still no rivers of light. Um, <laughs> we were hoping we would get some information about it. Um, y- you know, we thought the the destination D event would give us some information on that, that was in November. That was in November. Correct. Um, we got nothing. Nothing. No. The only thing I could tell you about in October about rivers of light is there was no rivers of light. And, and no information about it. Not a peep um, about it. Nothing. Dinosaur refurb uh, continued into October. Mm-hmm. Um, it's as we said, it was supposed to be up by now, but still going on. Right. Uh, let's see what else we had. Which Avatar stuff? Yeah, there's some. Av- oh, this is when the famous pins came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was also the cast member announcement. Cast that, members are going to uh, speak you know, Navi right, or something Navi. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, the pins look seemed pins seemed cool and turned out to be spot on. Spot on. Okay. Yep. 
Yep. Um, what else? What am I missing from in there? I guess well, nothing. You want right? to talk about the ticket booth that they added over? Oh, sure. Kilimanjaro Safaris. They added a. Uh, I forget what the name of it was, and I think it might even be gone. But they tested a basically. It's basically a booth set up over by Kilimanjaro Safaris where you can upgrade your tickets. You can make uh, uh, fast uh, ADRs. It's basically sort of a customer service booth all the way over. Um, by Kilimanjaro as far as, you know, on the opposite end of the park from, you know, basically the opening, you know, the uh, front gate. So they tested it. I don't know if it's coming back or not, but it's going to be someplace. It was someplace where you can upgrade Daniel passes, make your ADRs, do whatever, you, you know, do that kind of stuff. So we move into November. I mean, we're flying through this year, and and that's kind of really the theme of this of 2016. Which I'll, we'll we'll do that kind of in the wrap up here. We have uh, there was before you move on to November. There was one Rivers of Light thing. What was that? But it wasn't from Disney. It was from everybody else. By this time, by the end of October, we were hearing that the Destination D event, the people there, may be the first ones to ever see Rivers of Light. Yeah, but that was total rumor. And also BS. Yeah. Yeah, it ended up being nothing, right? Right. It ended up being nothing. Um, so November had a lot of little things, more of Mike's counter service changes <laughs> he likes to keep, and he likes to know exactly where everything is he could eat. Um, the Tree of Life path reopened. Um, what else did we have here? Uh, you got Flame a picture Tree of Pagodas. The- Dinosaur finally reopened. Right, and I like it. Have you seen the ride-through video? Yes, it looks like they did a, right. a, nice, did a nice job. job just sort of tweaking it and right, and, and, and kind of bringing it back effects. to life. Yep. Um, yeah. So, there's, you know, I think an overall improvement, definitely. WDW Theme Parks put out a picture of what we assumed was the ride vehicles for Pandora. I don't think there's any question about it. It, yeah. was the, the, it looked like a two-road boat. Yep. Which is what you're seeing the picture of the uh, the concept art. So this is for the light boat ride family event. Kind of thing like that. I mean, I, I there's, who doesn't like a boat ride? That depends on the boat. Is there a boat ride really? in Disney that you don't like? Oh no! Oh, all right. No, I just thought you said meant boat ride in general. Oh no, uh, I'm, I'm at Disney. <laughs> and then, really, the big event mm-hmm. of. Um, November, two things we, we discussed before the Destination D. We thought we were going to get some serious information about Rivers of Light. We did not. However, we got some great information on um, Avatar, Avatar, which I'll discuss in a second. But the other, well, actually, let's do that one first. So okay. um, Destination D, we did, pl- we did get that um, information on Avatar. Uh, we had James Cameron there, went along with Joe Rohde in a very awkward and goofy presentation. Um, <laughs> but in the lo- but let's put that aside. In the long run, we got some some good information, which was that we were now looking at first and foremost summer of 2017, which is months away. So right. I think we thought that when they said 2017, we just assumed that meant December at best. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> you know, that that's, that's what was going to happen just because these things take a while. Uh, we also got um, the time frame that Mike talked about on a past show 100 years after the movie. The area is going to be called Moara Valley, which is ridiculous to call it that because nobody's going to be able to say it. Um, well, that's just the, I mean, people, it's still, the land is still called Pandora, Land of Avatar, or right. World of Avatar. We found out that 3D glasses were going to be on the uh, on the e-ticket ride. The Banshee ride, right. On the Banshee ride. You said you're going to be straddling a Banshee. I'm not sure how they're yep. going to pull that off for thousands of people going should through there at once. Yep, should be interesting. 
Um, we got some information on some of the uh, surrounding things, like the shop was going to be called Wind Traders. Uh, there was going to be, a, I guess, a uh, place bar. to eat or a bar called a can uh, this uh, Satuli Canteen. Satuli Canteen, and the, and just some little things like that, and 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 concept art to go with it. Right. So we got some really good information on that. Which I but think we were both kind of meh on the meh, concept yeah, art. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's there's the Millennium Falcon isn't there. Um, let's be honest. Uh, but the showstopper is. The showstopper was we got a full face view mm-hmm. of the. Audio animatronic that we saw just the eye of earlier in the year, and um, I mean this got a huge buzz, deservedly so. Sure, it's a game changer. It is a incredible thing, and and it's funny because just about everybody I showed it to said, "Oh wait a minute, <laughs> that's not right. That's not a person yeah, in a mask." Thought it was people, yeah, <laughs> or, or some sort of CGI. Or yeah, I mean it just looks perfect. I mean there's no other way to put it. Hopefully they can get the. Uh, you know, hopefully the technology for the face can move into things like its body motions and right. stuff like that to make it as incredible as we had hoped it had been. We hope it will be. Um, Destination D was, as we said, uh, light on information or devoid of information on Rivers of Light. However, however, is a big however. <laughs> all of a sudden, we're all disappointed. We're all disappointed. That, that Mike they... and I are sure that we're never going to see this. That this is, you know, that if we if we get it next year, we'll be lucky. All the um, buzz that hey, you know, yep. Destination D, you might get the preview of the Rivers of Light, and then not even a peep nothing, about it. Nothing. We're like, when is this thing ever going to open? But and then, bam, <laughs> cast member previews. Um, and so a couple of nights of it, a couple of nights of it, which meant that you got tweets. Oh boy. Pictures. Did you ever get tweets? No, um, I didn't really see too many pictures. Uh, you got a, a couple of, well, yeah, four. because they take their, they take their phones from them. Yeah. Um, but some people managed to squeeze a few things in there. Um, some, some after show photos That's and, true. and things like that. Um, and basically the long and short of it is it didn't work. Uh, the first night it broke and yeah. they had to reboot it. And um, mixed reviews from people yep. who were there. Yeah, um, people weren't little people weren't excited about it. No, a little dull. That's what. Uh, now, having said that, I, I don't think they did everything that they were planning on doing. That it was a preview, and they didn't use uh, everything. You did hear that the water screens worked better than they did at the Jungle Book, and that was a big criticism of it. I've heard good things about the music, although not universally so. Um. But um, most people, and the technology of it in terms of the the barges all moving in unison and all that kind of stuff, um, but you heard that it really was no real story to it, and it just kind of was a little boring in terms of, uh, of, of the of, of eventual show. And in fact, I've heard since uh, that Bob Iger has said, or this is the rumor, I guess, but you know, whatever. That you do, we have to do something with it because it's not ready, right? And you're uh, not getting it till we're not getting it till next summer, right? So for, they're going to retool it for a couple of days. There, we thought that hey, this could mean that it could open by Christmas, yeah, maybe. Um, and then we get those, you know, unanimous. I mean, no, nobody came on and said why well, I saw it, and it was incredible. Um, you know, it was just sort of this unanimous meh, uh, but partially due to the technical issues. But technical issues mean they're not ready to open as well, right? And now, yeah, none. We would not be surprised if they're just taking this right back to the drawing board and 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 you know figuring something else out. Uh, so that's where we stand. Now we get into December, and Mike, is there any groundbreaking news 
in December because we haven't really had a news show recently. Um, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that was sort of groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. There's, there's uh, this stuff yes. about Donald's Holiday Asaurus dance no, 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 party. No, no, no. Um, that's that. that's fun. Um, that's the, fun. The, the lion-tailed macaques are out. <laughs> you and your lion-tailed they are macaques. Out now. Well, it's a it's a fun new animal. Yes, at, it is a fun new animal at uh, the Maharaj Jungle Truck. Uh, one boy and three girls. Um, and the complete. And I think this is I think this is bigger than maybe most people do. Um, <laughs> okay. But the complete Tree of Life Gardens is now completely open. Yes, yes. That I just read that. That that is. Um, the, you're right. The, that the, is the big news. Uh, Perun catfish is back, and you can go up to the tree and see the kangaroos again, and all those paths, not just the one behind the Tree of Life, but all of them. Or have now reopened, and it's been a long time since they've been completely open. It has been a long. It's been time. well over a year. Yeah. Um. And so now all of the gardens around the Tree of Life are open for you to, uh, you know, peruse. So I, I think that's pretty pretty good. I would agree. Um. Nothing else of any s- sort of significance has really happened, although that's not unusual for December, uh, because they are kind of gearing into a big time for them. Yeah, they're doing uh, holiday thumps like the dance party talked about. They, you know, uh, we could talk about. Them serving breakfast at Restaurantosaurus if you really feel like it, but I mean nothing, nothing major. Disney lists now lists Rivers of Light as quote unquote coming in 2017. Oh, so we have let's see about that. You know we've gone on to a lot of ambiguity now <laughs> with it, which is there's not really much we can do. Um, uh, let's see. So I don't think there's any question that we're really not it. seeing Rivers of Light until at the earliest April 22nd. And that kind of brings me to, you know. It felt like we blazed through that year of 2016 um, with the our little review here. And that's because, you know, there was one big event, and that was that Memorial Day opening. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it failed to live up, uh, I think, in a lot of people's eyes. Oh, I um, think in a lot of people's eyes, yeah. particularly uh, ticket counters. Yeah. So, um, you know, th- there wasn't a whole lot to really gush about. No, at the I Animal mean, Kingdom. I mean, we, there was some nice things. There was no really, real major, um, nothing, nothing majorly positive that happened. Other than we got some great entertainment options that came in for the nighttime stuff. Well, um, I mean, there were some. I mean, Tree of Life Awakenings. Tree of Life Awakenings is part of that. I kind of lumped okay. that in there. Uh, um, you know, Tiffins and Nomad Lounge. I think yep. are both positive. And, and, and I was just going to say that. And okay. we got the Nomad Lounge, which is wonderful. Um, but. Right. Other than that, we were expecting, or I think hoping for, a lot more, um, and didn't get. Well, I think the biggest disappointment is... I mean, Mike, people thought Rivers of Light was going to be wishes. Right. Everybody, I think we all thought, and going into the, this coming year, our thought process was this was going to be uh, the year that Rivers of Light opens, and the Animal Kingdom was going to be open every, you know, 9 to 10 every night. It's going to be Illuminations. It's going to be yep. draw people to that park at night and it no. just it, it, didn't come anywhere near it until 11 o'clock um, during the summer if you were at the animal kingdom at 9 o'clock on uh, you know July 30th or whatever you had the place to yourself uh, pretty much <laughs> pretty much because Jungle Book was not doing it and um, certainly when it was over there's just not enough yeah when it was for, obviously when it was over but there's just not enough stuff at the Animal Kingdom at night because they close all the animal stuff. You can't go to Rafiki's. All the trails are closed at five. Right. Even even at the height of 
summer. Um, the Grill Falls, Maharaja, we're all closing at 5, 6 o'clock. Maybe 7. That's going to have to change. Um, the Night Safari was, like, as you said, was generally thought of as being ho-hum. Right. Uh, and there's just not a lot. There's there's not the illumination. Uh, no, no, sorry. World Showcase feel. Right. There's not a lot of to walk around, shop, eat, drink. There's a couple of good restaurants, and that's it. Yep. So unless they plan on adding two, three, four attractions, which Avatar is going to be two. Yep. Uh, they might have to add some more even to that, I think. Um, probably. Uh, some minor ones anyway. Yep. Um, but just going over, I mean, for me and you, it's different. Sure. It's wonderful. I mean, I, I I loved it because I'm I, I I love the, I love the entertainment. I love the tree of life. I I, I like the nighttime safari because it's something different. Right. Um, yeah, I like it. But I, I I would. I mean, it's I'm I'm the audience. You know. Sure. Sure. We're, we're you know, the biggest fans, so right. to speak. Right. Um, but the general Disney person might not at eight thirty. If, if they had dinner <laughs> and they're thinking, or right, what park do we want to go to? We can either walk around World Showcase, the Illuminations, and then not going to Animal Kingdom, or we can go to Magic Kingdom, or we can right. go see the Barudica Band, and you know, with half the park closed, right? Um, and there's like three restaurants we can go there. Right. Um, which one do you want to do? They're not going to go to Animal Kingdom, mm-hmm. and until Disney changes that, and maybe Avatar is that change, and maybe Rivers of Light, if they retool it, is becomes an Illuminations kind of thing. Sure. Then, then, then you got it. Then you got it. Then you're there. But we're close then, to it. But they did not have it. No. In the summer of this year, Tree of Life Awakenings was fantastic. I love it. It's five minutes. It's five minutes. Right. It's cool. It's right. a great five right. minutes. Right. But it's five minutes. It's exactly right. The bands are great. Yep. But they're bands. But they're bands. <laughs> yep. And people, um, I like them more than most. Ever. I mean, I think I think probably most people would tell you Everest at night is a really cool experience, and they might even like it better during the day. But it's not going to bring people away from. Right. Illuminations in World Showcase or, you right. know, Magic Kingdom and the right. 39 attractions at that park right. um, that they can be enjoying until 11 o'clock at night. They're just not going to do it. Yeah, there's there's going to have to be something. And maybe that's Avatar. And maybe, maybe it's, it's Avatar. Um, maybe it's more of a, you know, a, f- a food festival type feel at night or something they like sh- that. They could definitely add some more, like, counter service type places and... yeah. And another bar wouldn't hurt, right? You know, um, to get that kind of a more adult crowd, and and I don't mean adult as in food and wine adult. I mean right. as adult as in the you know evening world showcase, world showcase shopping, yep. eating, you know, fine dinner, you yep. know, a couple of you know nice bars or whatever. To Maybe do some neat shops, of, add some neat, neat, right. neat kind of outdoor trader type things. Sure. I mean, Harambe Market was is, is helpful. Uh-huh. Um, you know, things along that line could help. But, but uh, you know, 2015, I think, was a an exciting year in terms of we had some like Harambe Market open, sure. and we were like, all right, we're you know, festival the the, the Lion King right. section open. We were really kind of moving in this direction and, and looking then, ahead to some, and it just did not deliver. And, yeah, 2016 was a disappointing year. Absolutely, there's no other way to put it. Um, and on our next show, what we're going to do, <laughs> and it's our tradition to do this, is look ahead. 2017, and I think what we do is th- we we three ate, little things. This is our wish things, our wish list. Wish list. Three little things, two, two medium things, 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 and one biggie. And one biggie. Um, so we, we usually look back and see how we did last year, and I have to tell you, Dave, I I lost. Good. You had a couple. Good. You had a couple of layups, though. It's not fair. Well, hey, listen. But that's neither. Hey, listen. Me. I mean, it is what it is. You won't, you're gonna. <laughs> you know, I win. 
you, you got to pay up. That's just how these things go. For this year, for my one of my little ones, I'm going to have just keep animals in the park. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember what I did last year. You looked at it already, so yeah. I don't know if they were purposely well, we'll uh, they, they were purposely lambs or what. But yeah, well, I think you actually said they were purposely lambs. Oh, really? I'll have to I'll have, have to go back and listen to it again. Uh, so I guess that's it. Yep. I mean, that's 2016 behind us. Um, Thank God. You know, follow us on Twitter. Mike's at uh, at Jumbo Everyone. I'm at Radio Harambe. You can come to JumboEveryone.com, find links to Facebook and all that kind of stuff there. Uh, we do ask that uh, in the spirit of giving um, that you do find a conservation group or an animal charity or something to that effect um, and go and, you know, drop them a little something as a holiday gift and uh, help with our dollars and our pennies. Um to you know, to 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 keep this conservation work going, um, there's a lot of people we can recommend. Obviously, Joe Rody has been a big part of the Snow Leopard Conservancy, mm-hmm. um, the Diane Fossey Gorilla Fund. I mean, you know, Heroes and Horn, Horns and Heroes Project is a great one too. Um, there's so many of them that you can go to. Um, if you want any suggestions, tweet at us, and we'll certainly throw some of them out there for you. Uh, what I always say to people is, you know, what are some of your favorite animals? Fine, I'm sure there's a conservation. <laughs> effort for right. for them at least most of them uh so feel free to please to do so um and to ask any questions you have about any of those organizations of us and we'll do our best to kind of answer them um i also want to wish everybody a happy holiday season mm-hmm. uh, this will come out probably right around christmas and then you probably won't see another one until just after new year's um so we're not going to see you again or speak with you again until after the holidays so have a wonderful holiday season a safe and happy one um from all of us here at radio harambe i would like to thank you for listening kwaharini go well and thank you for listening to radio harambe Kwaku